Welcome to day 23 of the Dog Days of Podcasting, Monday, August 23rd, 2021. If you're looking for the Topics in Endurance Sports Podcast, you are at the right spot. I am doing a challenge in August, trying to do a short episode every day, and I'm not talking about endurance sports, but I'm talking about isotopes. More information can be found if you listen to the very first episode in August. Krypton was discovered in Britain in 1898 by William Ramsey, a Scottish chemist, and Morris Travers, an English chemist, in residue left from evaporating nearly all components of liquid air. Neon was discovered by a similar procedure by the same workers just a few weeks later. William Ramsey was awarded the 1904 Nobel Prize in Chemistry for discovery of a series of noble gases, including krypton. The noble gases include helium, neon, argon, krypton, and xenon. They are in the last group, the last column, in the periodic table, and they they tend to be unreactive or inert. Krypton has five naturally occurring stable isotopes, plus one that is slightly radioactive. It has a half-life of 10 to the 21st years. With a half-life that long, it's almost not radioactive, but technically it is. 17% of krypton is krypton-86, and it has a history in the definition of the meter as follows. A kind of standardization began in the 1500s when Galileo noticed that the time it took for a pendulum to swing back and forth depended only on the length of the pendulum, not its weight. A century later in 1668, John Wilkins, John Wilkins proposed quite simply making a pendulum that had a beat of exactly one second, and then whatever the length of the pendulum arm that resulted would be the new standard unit of length. Note, mechanical clocks did exist then to measure the length of a second. The pendulum idea became a, br- a bit problematic, though, when people found out that the swing of a pendulum varies with where you are because gravity changes slightly from place to place and that affects the pendulum swing. There was also the idea that the meter was defined as one ten the meter was defined as one ten millionth of the shortest distance from the North Pole to the equator passing through Paris, which would seem pretty hard to measure accurately enough to be useful. <clears throat> The first real standard for the meter came in 1889, the International Prototype Meter, which was a metal bar located in France. By the way, this came about from the Treaty of the Meter, signed by the big Western powers, Britain, the U.S., Russia, Austria-Hungary, and the Ottoman Empire. Notably, China and Japan were not invited, I guess. It's also notable that the U.S. was there, given their eventual rejection of the meter, as our national standard. Of course, all scientists use it. The bar was made of 90% platinum and 10% iridium, supposedly because this alloy is very hard and it resists contracting or expanding. But as analytical techniques improved, along with the understanding of light, it was decided in 1960 to switch the standard to using wavelengths For technical reasons, Krypton-86 was chosen for this. As such, the meter is the length equal to 
763.73 wavelengths in vacuum of the radiation corresponding to the transition between the levels 2p10 and 5d5 of the krypton-86 atom. The 2p10 and 5d5 levels are energy levels that electrons in krypton can have as an electron falls from a higher energy state, 5d5, to a lower one, 2p10, it loses energy and it will give off light of that particular energy and that light has a particular wavelength. Multiply that wavelength by 1,650,763.73 and that was a new definition of a meter. Easy peasy, huh? However, though, eventually it was discovered that time can be measured more accurately than length. So in 1983, yet a new standard was set as the length of the path traveled by light in vacuum during a time interval of 1 over 299,792,458 of a second. Kind of sounds to me like they still have to measure a length there, doesn't it? Anyway, Krypton 86 had its heyday from 1960 to 1983 when it was used to define the length of a meter. A few other isotope, uh, Krypton, uh, Krypton isotope facts. Traces of Krypton, Krypton 81, uh, Krypton 81, sorry, is a cosmogenic isotope, which we've learned about, produced by the cosmic ray irradiation of stable Krypton 80. Krypton 81 is radioactive with a half-life of 230,000 years and has been used for dating materials from 50,000 to 800,000 years old. Krypton 85 is, a, is radioactive with a half-life of 10.76 years. It's not found in nature, but it is produced by the fission of uranium and plutonium, such as in nuclear bomb testing and nuclear reactions, nu yeah, nuclear reactors. I guess they mean it's not naturally found in nature. A little more Krypton trivia. Earth has retained all of the noble gases that were present at its formation except helium. As you can guess, helium being so light eventually can travel to the top of the atmosphere and escape. All the other Nobel gases are heavier than air. So, well, neon isn't. Uh, well, neon's about the same density as air, similar. So evidently it, it hasn't uh, wandered off, but the other ones are definitely heavier than air. Krypton's concentration in the atmosphere is about one part per million. It can be extracted from liquid air by fractional distillation. By the way, I believe the company I work at does this, or we used to do it. And in fact, we even were able to distill out the various isotopes of krypton, which is incredibly difficult. Measurements suggest an abundance of krypton in space. Finally, krypton is used in neon lights. Neon lights, that term is just a generic term for that kind of lighting. Each gas used in neon lights has its own color. Neon is red, helium is orange, argon is lavender, krypton is gray or green, Mercury vapor is light blue, and xenon is gray or blue. They work by the method I alluded to above. You pass electricity through the gas, and the gas's electrons absorb the electrical energy, raising the energy of the electron to a higher level. The electron naturally falls back down to a lower level, emitting light with that particular energy and a, 
an associated wavelength or color. And that's how neon lights work. That's all for today. More tomorrow.